You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. With me today, I have a special guest, Carlin. We connected on Instagram a few weeks ago when I saw a post that she put up there about what others think of you is not necessarily as important as what you think of you. And we start to tell ourselves these false narratives. And you know, we think people are constantly thinking about us when in reality, is that true? Or is that a story we're telling ourselves? So I would love to dive into this conversation. And without further ado, Carlin, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me, Amy. This is really a delight. Um, it was so fun to connect that way. And I, you know, you always love when you send a message out into the universe and it lands for people. And um, so how fun that it led me here, you know, yes. together to talk about this. Yeah, definitely. So, so um, give us a little backstory about yourself. Tell us, you know, who you are, what you do. We'd love to learn more about you. Yeah, for sure. So I'm also a busy mompreneur um, and I've been an entrepreneur for over a decade. I um, am a coach for female entrepreneurs and leaders but I haven't been a coach for that for the, that entire time. I had a landscaping and landscape design company for um, 10 years and I have a degree in horticulture. I'm a plant nerd at heart, um, but I'm most like first and foremost, like um, I'm obsessed with entrepreneurship because I think it's a, um, well, I know it's a, a wonderful vehicle for people to change their lives. And, um, and I love women. So combining the two for me is um, magical. I've been coaching for about four years and I love it. I literally, you know, I know this sounds probably very cheesy to the listeners, but I do pinch myself that I get to do this. Um, and so um, I do feel lucky in that way. So yeah, that's my background as a whole you know, there's more story to it, as you know, but we don't have time for all of that. Um, but what I'll say about that post is that, you know, what I see often is that women um, really hold themselves back because of what they think other people are thinking, right? And this mm -hmm. is for many reasons, like we're conditioned a lot of times to be um, always thinking about others' needs first, right? Especially as moms. Um, but that we tend to like, extend that to like what we think other people think and needing approval and um, permission and whatnot. What I tend to find though is that 
the thoughts that we are thinking, other people are thinking, we are actually thinking about ourselves. And when we project it onto others, then we have no control over it. So it disempowers us, mm-hmm. you know, we have no choice in the matter. And then, I mean, cause it's easy to say, it's easy for one person to say, well, who cares about other people? Think, right. And, right. you know, I think with wisdom and age and experience, women tend to get to that point where they don't care. But, um, you know, when you're just starting out or, you know, you have an uncoached mind, that's harder to get to that point. And so I think it's better to come at it from an angle of saying like, hey, actually, we don't ever really get to know what other people think, you know, unless they're voicing their opinion. And then we can talk about that. But why would you draw a tight circle around yourself based on, you know, reading minds of others? Um, And so it's a great way for us to kind of actually see what your limiting beliefs are instead. I love that. What a powerful like way to basically like flip it 180. What you just said there, you know, it's, it's that projection and it's, it's when you take that step back. Yeah, that's really powerful. So what are some steps that people can do to start to identify? What have you found are good strategies that that women can use that, okay, you know, I, I think I'm, yeah, I think that this is me. How do we go and start to dive in and figure out what those self, self-limiting beliefs are? Yeah. Um, well, that's a great question. I um, have a little, like a simple little mindset process that um, I find to be very helpful because it's so simple. Sure. Um First of all, you know, this like recognizing that you aren't your thoughts is important here, you know, and that might be a new concept for a lot of women. I mean, it was for me, it was like earth shattering. I thought like, Mm -hmm. you know, me and my thoughts were the same thing and my emotions happened to me and I had no control and I just had to pick up the record, (laughs) you know? Sure. Um, Yeah. And so so I want to start with that is that, you know, for the woman listening, like you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts um, are just things that your brain offers up constantly, right? And so when you find yourself, um, I like to look for flags. So if you find yourself, you know, in a predictable pattern of like spinning and overwhelm or, you know, not doing what you wanted to do because of fear in some way, like you're not posting your social media, you're not going to the networking event, you're, you know, anything where it's just like, okay, this is like familiar ground or what have you. Um, then you can pause and ask like, okay, what is it that I'm thinking right now? What's going on here? And you might already be pretty clear. You might be like, well, it's easier for others and it's harder for me or something like that. So, you know, one, witness the thought. I like to pretend like we're in a movie theater, right? And our thoughts are the movie what's playing on the screen. So you witness the thought and you're and next the next move is to forgive yourself for having a negative thought. Because our MO typically as women, I don't know why, I, I mean I have some theories, but I'll save them for another podcast. Um, our MO is to just go right to beating ourselves up. Sure. Right. Yeah, it's like, 
oh, I have a negative thought. I shouldn't have that thought, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, your brain's just doing its job. So we try to neutralize it. So witness the thought, forgive yourself for having the thought, you know, take a deep breath and then just ask yourself what it is that you want to feel instead, right? So if you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling um, defeated or less than or what have you, just choose again, right? Ask yourself, what is it that I do want to feel? And what's a thought that can get me there? And I just want to give you this like little caveat that if you're new at this, don't try to go from below dirt to, you know, like you're a spring chicken. Like it's just not going to happen. And and that will defeat you too. So I really like to go to this neutral place first. So recognize the thought, forgive the thought, ask yourself how you want to feel. And I would suggest going to a neutral place first. And then, so a thought that could spur neutrality would be like, um, something as simple as like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, or there is no rush, or, um, you know, I don't have the answer now, but I will. It's really not like this, where you're, you know, a super positive affirmation. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. You know, one time I heard Mel Robbins talking about it, you know, with, with affirmations, we have to buy into them. So if we're telling ourselves Mm -hmm. these affirmations over and over, it doesn't always work because we subconsciously do not believe that. So in in essence, we're telling ourselves these lies. We're trying to convince ourselves of these lies. So I love that you took, you've mentioned, you know, taking the time to pause and really looking at it objectively but then giving yourself that grace and practice because you can't just wake up one day and be like, all right, well, I know this thought is negative, so I can't think this anymore. And like you said, it becomes very self-defeating and it's this whole vicious cycle Mm -hmm. that starts over again. So just even taking the time to pause, um, I'm a huge fan of, okay, I have to leave myself little reminders, even just to breathe once in a while, you know, it's, it's crazy how we get into this, this fight or flight, this whole stress response of go, 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 because it's okay. I have to get this Mm -hmm. kid here. This kid has homework. This one's having a meltdown. This kid's trying to eat something they're not supposed to, you know, it's, (laughs) it's constantly like we're having to scan our environments, but we forget to slow down. We forget to pause. Oh my God. A thousand percent. And like, you know, I love how you put it as giving yourself that grace. Like I say that all the time and in complete alignment with you on that. Like to just like, give yourself grace to be human, right? right. Like we're all just messy humans fumbling about figuring out our way. And like, we just allow no tolerance for that for ourselves. Exactly. And in the pause. Mm-hmm, definitely. And, you know, we hold ourselves to these unattainable standards. And I love that you mentioned, you know, the, the mess of it all, because life is messy. There is no perfect life. But at the end of the right. day, if you're showing up for you, if you're caring about what you think of you, it starts to get a little bit easier. It's it's not as hard. Right. For me, I still remember there was one pivotal moment where I was telling my daughter something. I think it was when she was starting to learn how to ride her bike. 
And she was so frustrated. And I'm like, well, you can't expect Mm. to just wake up one day and say, I'm going to ride this bike and be good at it. No, you fall off, you get back up, you fall off, you get back up, but you learn how to make those little changes. You learn how to adjust your center of gravity, your balance, and it gets easier and easier and easier, you know, and now she's flying around, no training wheels, nothing. And it, it makes me nervous sometimes. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, slow down, be cautious. Right. But, you know, it's the same thing. Why are we, you know, if I just start talking to myself, how I talk to my kids, like, Hey, it's okay to give yourself some grace. We're learning. We're all learning. Yeah. These kids yeah. don't come with instruction no, I manuals. <laughs> you know? oh I wish God. they did some days. No, I don't. just, you know, there, yeah. there's still days but I, I inevitably- question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, inevitably, the instruction manual wouldn't be universal, right? So it's kind of good that they don't. Right. We get to learn and grow with them. Exactly. And it changes all the time, too. You know, just Mm -hmm. when I think, okay, I'm doing good. I feel like, okay, I've got a good handle on these kids. It's like something else changes. And then, you know, another birthday and then another grade, you know, it's just this constant evolution of ourselves, our children. And it's messy. It is messy. I think um, I love to not remind, but this woman, when my son was born, she told me motherhood is the most clear and perpetual reminder um, of letting go, right? As soon as your child is born, they like, they literally start from inside of you and then they're further and further away from you. And I was like, oh, but you know what that did was, is it, it it, um, reminded me to like really relish in and eat up every little moment with him you know so I could it reminded me of how temporary exactly um, not that I didn't have freak out moments I'm not like oh sure, just, sure. You know, let's just put that out on the table like you know oh, I'm yeah. like every other mom where it's like what the hell there's something wrong with me what's wrong with my kid what's wrong yep. with everything part of it <laughs> Yep. That is totally normal. And (laughs) I absolutely love that you touched upon that because I am not the perfect mom. I will never be the perfect mom. There are times yeah, that I just completely lose it. And it is what it is. I used to beat myself up over it. Now I'm just like, I'm human. I'm human. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's part of that. Well, what a wonderful conversation we had today. If viewer listeners want to learn more about you and what you offer where can we find you um yeah no thank you again for this chance to connect with you um i am on instagram so at your wild heart and my new handle has an underscore in between each word so d-e-a-r underscore wild heart um with an underscore in between wild and heart you will find my previous handle as well, but um, I started a new a new um, page because Instagram wasn't being nice to me. So, um, and I'm finding it way more fruitful. So, if you're curious about that, I'm happy to talk about it anytime. Um, or you can just go to my website www.yourwildheart.com, um, and I'm just happy to connect in any way. Perfect. Well, thank you, Carlin, so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. If you are loving what you're hearing, be sure to give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We'll see you next time.